Hi, my name's Sam Webster and we're going to cover another anatomy topic in five minutes-ish for the Detectable Me podcast. And we're going to talk about the duodenum. So the duodenum is part of the small intestine, which itself is part of the gastrointestinal tract, the tube that's running through us from mouth to anus that's important in the absorption and digestion of nutrients. All right, I've cheated. I've started already. Hit my timer five minutes. It's difficult to know what to include and what to miss out here, but I will talk about the gross anatomy and also the arrangement of cells. Now, don't get turned off by histology. The anatomy of the cells is as important as the gross anatomy. It's just that we can't see it with our eyes, so we find it more difficult. But without the cells, we are nothing, right? So the organization of cells is as important as the organization of the blood supply. All right, so the duodenum is the first part of the small intestine. It comes from the stomach. It's about 30 centimeters long, 25, 30 centimeters long. It's C-shaped. It curves around the head of the pancreas. We describe it as having four parts. Uh, and this also describes the curve it makes. So the superior part runs horizontally from left to right. And then the second part is the descending part. And in there, we find the bile duct and the pancreatic duct. So the pancreas ducts into the descending part of the duodenum and the bile duct from the gallbladder, which is actually carrying bile from the liver, ducts into the second part of the duodenum. Both of those are really important in digestion of, of foods. Um, they come together at the hepatopancreatic ampulla, a little widening, also known as the ampulla of vata. Uh, and the their secretions into the duodenum are controlled by the sphincter, the hepatopancreatic sphincter, also known as the sphincter of Odi. And there's a little bump here if you were to look inside the duodenum called the major duodenal papilla, where those two ducts come together and duct into the duodenum. Some people have a minor duodenal papilla as well for good embryological reasons. Um, the third part of the duodenum is the horizontal part. This is going from right to left. And then the last part, the fourth part, is called the ascending part because it goes up a little bit. And then it becomes the jejunum, the second part of the small intestine. Um, so the duodenum is important for digestion. And we see those things being put into the duodenum to help digest foods. But also we have to consider absorption. Um, so the blood supply is really good. Um, this is where the foregut meets the hindgut, embryologically speaking. So we see branches from the celiac trunk and the superior mesenteric artery supplying blood to the duodenum through pancreaticoduodenal arteries. There are a few of them. The innovation is through, uh, so we get sympathetic nerves from the celiac plexus. Those are sympathetic nerves we find on the surface of the aorta. And then, of course, parasympathetic nerves are supplied by the vagus nerve. It's always the vagus nerve. Now, cells. All right, so we've got layers making this tube. The mucosa is the layer closest to the inside of the duodenum. The duodenum then, so the mucosa, the duodenum is lined by a simple columnar epithelium. So this is a single layer of cells, which also get called enterocytes. Um, and these cells are specialized in a number of ways, but one of them is that the cell membrane has lots of little tiny folds in it, lots of little tiny projections called microvilli, maximizing the surface area, which is incredibly important for absorption of anything. Um, we also find goblet cells in here, which make mucus. 
And there's a lamina propria, which is a thin connective tissue layer holding it all together. In there, we find lots of capillaries. So this is where the blood is that's going to receive the absorbed nutrients. They've got to pass through the cells of the epithelium and into the blood. The muscularis mucosa is a smooth muscle layer. All of that, all of those layers, that's just the mucosa layer. Those are arranged into villi, so finger-like projections. So if a microvilli, so microvilli are on a single cell, a villus is made up of hundreds, thousands of cells forming a finger-like projection pushing into the duodenum. So if, you're in, if you've got a cadaver and you open up the duodenum and you, you use your finger to feel the inside of the duodenum and most of the small intestine, it feels really soft because it's like a velvet. Anyway, um, those villi have got like crypts in between them and these are the crypts of Lieberkuhn. In here we find stem cells and all sorts, all sorts of other good things. Now the submucosa is the next layer. This is and it, this is very special to the duodenum. In here we find Brunner's glands. Brunner's glands make an alkaline mucin. That is, they create, they secrete um, a protective lining to the duodenum that protects them from the acid produced by the stomach, which is necessary for activating proteases. So you need the proteases to digest your proteins, but you don't want to digest yourself. Um, so the alkaline mucin produced by the Brunner's glands in the duodenum protects the duodenum. Um, the next layer is the muscularis propria, also known as externa, the muscularis externa. There are two layers of smooth muscle here which propel food along the tube. And then the outer layer is the serosa or the adventitia, Ooh. which is another connective tissue layer holding it all together. And that is the anatomy of the duodenum in about five minutes. All right. Ah, okay. See you next time.